Welcome back to Writing the Narrative with Jake and Eddie. I'm Jake. And I'm Eddie. We're not dead, okay? I know what it's like, ladies and gentlemen. Trust me, we are not dead. I know what it seems like. Five weeks of no uploading, our longest streak ever. And a lot of you thought we're dead. God fucking damn it. Great start off to the podcast. Fucking computer Discord notifications. Anyways, we're back. Why haven't we uploaded for three weeks straight? I would say we just forgot. Yeah, pretty much. And then the last two, we were just so busy. We were doing stuff. And then it's not even Sunday. It's a Monday right now because our best friend just had his grad party and I was lazy. Eddie actually called me at like 8.30 on a a Sunday, which is like my one day off. And he's like... And the day that we normally do, do the, the podcast. podcast. But like I thought we were going to do it later in the day. And he's like, he calls up. He's like, I've walked to your house. I'm on your road. And I'm like, dude, I'm not. I'm like butt ass naked. <laughs> like I'm I'm butt booty naked in my bed sleeping. And I'm just like, dude, we can't do the podcast right now. I'm sorry. And he like walked back. And then we said we were going to do it later that night. But then we didn't realize we'd be at Jack so late. And then... Now, now here we are, Monday afternoon. Mondays are the new Sundays, ladies Ooh. and gentlemen. From further on, we will either be uploading on Sundays or Mondays, depending on what we feel like, because we're we're wild like that. We're crazy. Maybe any day that we want. We could do. We're fucking doing seven days a week. Okay, let's talk about something that's a little more crazy than that. So, five weeks of no uploading. And not only has it been five weeks of no uploading, I go to check the analytics for just today, and we have not uploaded this video yet. We're up 33 downloads, which is like 3,200%. And I don't know, that's, that's crazy, because we haven't uploaded anything, any content. And people are just like, they're eating this shit up. Yeah, it's They're self, loving it. It's self-sustaining. I mean, this shit is crazy. They just want to, they're just feasting on it. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty happy with with the fact that it it just reaches out without the fact that we're at an all-time followers too. Yeah. Six whole followers. Shout out Eagle River, shout out Rhinelander, shout out Monaco, Wisconsin. You know, I think a lot of people may think that we're bigger than what we seem. But when you go out and say, we have six followers, <laughs> then people finally realize, oh, wait, well, this is not. Well, 33 downloads in a day. I thought I read something that like one download is like 50 listens. So that's that's a lot. Wait, really? That's what I, I saw some skewed analytic like that. I don't know if it's true or not. But yeah. So shout out Monaco, Rhinelander, Eagle River. I mean, Brussels. Never forget about Brussels. Brussels. Brussels is the goat. Long live Brussels. I will literally pledge allegiance to the king of Brussels. You guys have more listens. Oh, and Auburn, Wisconsin? Fuck if I I know where that... Auburndale? No, Auburn. Oh, just Auburn? Auburn, Wisconsin. I don't know where the fuck it is, but shout out Auburn, Wisconsin. And then shout out to our two listeners in Russia. We appreciate you. Brussels is like... Oh, and the one person in Uganda. Yeah. Top 10% Uganda, baby. Never forget. Never forget where we came from. So, a quick recap. What we've done in those five weeks. We graduated high school. Oh, yeah. 
that happen. Yeah, we're, we're official graduates. And if you thought we were older than what we are, we're not. We're pretty young, actually. Young, dumb, and broke. I'm not even legally an adult yet. Oh, dude, I'm a sex offender the ways I've touched. <laughs> <laughs> um, No, but... And then we got into a, um, a bait company. We make soft plastics. Shout out Northwoods Custom Baits on Instagram. We um, we kind of are partial owners of that. And that is going to lead into our topic today, which is... Business, along with kind of like... Not motivation, but more of like you, passion. Yeah, you said passion. What about... What about passion and motivation okay have you been struggling with passion slash motivation lately indeed i have hey, you think you've changed to turn a corner turn the corner <laughs> what the hell does that mean like you know when you turn like you change you change your life you turned a corner like you've you've gotten oh, off the path yeah yeah um so talk about your struggles with like finding motivation and passion well this is something that you and I had already talked about, but uh, something that we kind of like forgot about, you know, um, and that's I am really bad at motivating when I'm by myself. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, you know, we have this business along with one other guy and we all each have three separate places where we do our work. And uh, the times in which we had done our work all together, that was really productive, actually. And it was really fun. Fucking, are we amateurs? Are we actual amateurs? I have a, just a random 6.30 p.m. alarm. I don't even know why. I'm sorry. Continue. We're not even podcasters. We're fake podcasters. We're, we're fuckcasters. We don't even podcast anymore. We're it's, just losers. it's always your phone that goes off one okay because you you don't even set your phone to vibrate you set it to like silent that's psychopath shit what if there's an actual emergency and someone needs to reach you like not even vibrate they're dead you like my phone's on silent i'm like it didn't even vibrate like i don't even you can hear it vibrate he's like no that's not a feature we don't hear vibrate i just wanted silence i'm like okay yeah there's there's silence there's vibrate and then there's notification sounds and so I just set it on actual silent. You, your version of silent is just vibrate. Samsung nerd. I'm better. Pussy. Okay, you were saying though. So we each have a station where we do work, which is true. Yes, which is separate. And I think it would be better to instead uh, work at the same place at the same time to get further motivation for both of us. It would be easier. You think you would work more if you came here? Or would I come there? Either way, doesn't matter. See, I have limited space where I am. Would it be oh, better? I, I have so much space. So I have literally unlimited amounts of space in my garage. So I'm very happy you said that. You made me nervous. And let me tell you why you made me nervous. Why? I know you've been going through some stuff. And, you know, all your after high school plans didn't exactly work out. And I know you've been kind of cascading in this pit. Oh, am I allowed to talk about what you were going to do? on me and people can decide if it was fucked up or not hmm sure okay so <laughs> it's like thursday 
before we graduate, Eddie talked about moving to Kansas City, right? And if you are uh, avid listeners of the podcast, you know the plan was after two years, he was going to move to Kansas City. I was going to move to college. We were always going to have, well, not each other. And I don't blame you. It's It was complicated. I knew at the very most I had him for one more summer, right? Whatever Eddie was going to do, I had him for one more summer. And he comes up to me, I think the Thursday. No, no, we graduated on Thursday, right? We graduated on that Thursday, so it was like... No, we graduated on a Sunday. Oh, no. What was the last day of school? Thursday? Because we didn't do the Friday? The last day of school was a Wednesday. Okay. So then if the last day of school was on a Wednesday, you told me like on Tuesday, you're like, so... Well, we were going to... Okay. Back it up even further. This story just gets better and better every time. There's like new layers unfolding. I'm loving it. I just... It's so great. So... We've been we've been planning to pull our money out of the stock market for a while. Of course, if, if you've been looking at the stock market or watching the stock market, we lost our asses on it, like bad. Like it was actually atrocious. So what we did was we we planned on, because we really think the country is going to go into a recession because of inflation. So what we did was, uh, Eddie's like, I think we should pull out our money in the stock market. I'm like, sure. Of course, I'm 18. Eddie was not 18. So all our money combined was in my account in my name. He's like... So can you get that money to me? I'm like, sure. How do you want it? You want to just deposit it into your account? He's like, cash is better. I'm like, I have a plan. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, are you dealing drugs? Like, are you moving? Are you buying Hitman with with Matt. cash? It was like Matt. loads. It was like a lot of cash. And I was like nervous. I'm like, what, is, what does he need cash for? And so I get him the cash and I press him about it. And he's like, ah, don't worry about it. I'll tell you tomorrow. And so we get in the car the next day and he's like, I'm going to move to Kansas City on Friday. And I'm like, what? And you're like, no, it wasn't Friday. It was the Monday. It was the Monday of next week. You're like, yeah. I so want it would have been the day after graduation. graduation. And you're like, yeah. I want to move to Kansas City. I'm I'm, high, I'm riding down with my friend's dad and where I'm living with him. I hate this town so much. And you have a very valid argument. You know, your your house situation, your your current, like the house you grew up in, it sucks. Like it, it really sucks. We've, if you've listened to the podcast, you've know, you've heard episodes where his fucking siblings just lock him in his room and like he's, you know, spending in for himself in there and he's like grew up with cats and, and so he's like, I'm moving away and I'm like, shit, like I didn't even think about it like that. Luckily, Eddie's still here. He never moved to Kansas City. We talked through it. He decided to stay for one more summer. Very happy about that. Woohoo. Even though he hates this town so much. I think I think the main thing was the smartest choice was that, mostly because you should get some more money for you move down there, you know? With the amount of money that I have, it wouldn't be hard to be down there. But why not just have more, you know, extra security? Because I would most likely be getting a job down there that would pay more actually true but i'm just thinking you know all your friends wanted you to stay and you stayed so that's that's cash money big cash money yeah so that's the moral of the story is eddie was in a downturn he's had some issues and now he's staying in kansas he was gonna stay in kansas city and now he's not and even that book that you gave me yeah winning uh by the same guy who wrote relentless um, even that book made me think even more towards going to Kansas City because it was like 
to win, you have to essentially not care about, you know, what other people think. Mm-hmm. And most people won't like the decisions that you make, but you just have to make them. But, so. You didn't go. Yeah. Why didn't you go? Because of the people. You know, I, one, the cabin trip mm-hmm. that we're going to have next week, which, by the way, next week, we we, we, we won't be having our pot. Well, actually, Wrong. I plan for this. We're bringing the mics. We're bringing the setup. You're grabbing your laptop. We're fucking doing it. Okay. We, we one <laughs> we could either do that or two tomorrow or something we could do another one. Do another one and schedule it. Maybe I think it would be the I think it would be one of our best podcast episodes ever with eleven dudes in a small ass cabin in the middle of the woods and we just have them all at the table with the microphones. Should I bring my blue Yeti mic because my and then you can put it to whatever. Yeah, it has a um, full surround mm-hmm. mic mode, so I can put it in the middle, in the center of the table. Yeah, and then yes, sir, like a one a.m. podcast with oh, everyone God. at the dinner at the dinner table in the middle of the woods, no restraint. Dude, that'd be sick. So, oh, oh yeah, okay, back on track. We're getting off track. I'm so excited. I have so much to tell you guys. I missed. I missed you, fans. I missed you, Brussels. God, I love Brussels. But basically. Eddie was in a spiral and we've been trying to coordinate this, 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 you know, this project, this startup of a business. And we just, we've been lazy. And I think now that you've said that, it's a really good idea that we should coordinate a couple days a week. I come pick you up, you come over and we hammer, no, I go to your house and we hammer this shit out, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think it would work really well. Two microwaves, two people, music blasting and we're just going, Mm -hmm. you know, we're just working and we're making custom baits and we expand and we make money yeah and we actually haven't had much communication with the other guy drew has been busy too drew has gotten oh bless me drew has gotten a uh, big boy job and even though he's the founder he's the like basically the ceo of the company i should say he has been really busy with his life and post-graduation and i frankly don't blame him you, i mean if you're not, if you haven't graduated high school yet, then you should know, like, the month after you graduate, your life is just busy as shit. Like, packed. Am I wrong? Yeah, like, even today, I had to plant a whole cranberry bed. in For his job. And it's just, like, it's just hectic. I have so much to do, so many relatives, so many things to plan. It's crazy. And for those of you who've already graduated, you know this to be true. Grad parties, um... Just hanging out with friends because it's summer, enjoying summer because it is summer. It's wild. So I've been really happy to hear that you're actually motivated, but you just need people around you to motivate you. And yeah. we can easily change that. That is something that can easily be done to the future successes for our company. Yeah. I, like I had brought up the topic of today's episode to him, and his immediate response was, oh, so you aren't passionate about it. I was like, well, you're right and you're wrong because I would be if I had people, but I'm not because I don't have people. So why so. do you think it is you're not passionate? You're not like motivated without people there. What do you, that's weird. What do you think? I don't think it's weird. No, no. Like I'm not, I'm literally the exact opposite of you. You got to remember. So it's like, um, 
you can work by yourself. You have total, you can just do stuff mm-hmm. without, like, you can do stuff that you don't want to do. But, like, me, I'm a bit different. You need somebody to just be there. Yeah. Pushing you, making you, you know, succeed. I can do that. I can be that guy. It's not even like pushing. It's more just like being there. Like, I don't know how to describe it. It's just like if I'm working with someone else, it's just immediately better. Like, that's the reason why I like working at the Marsh as well is because I'm pretty much always working with Charlie. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, who is our friend, obviously. Um, he He's one of the people who's going on the cabin trip. Um, and so it's nice to be able to have someone there that I know will, you know, just be there. It's not necessarily a pushing thing mm-hmm. or just like a um, kind of like a, a emotional support dog, but like a human. <laughs> I'm a dog. Yes. Am I a dog to you? Yes, you are a dog to wow. me. Dude, f- oh, can we talk about furries for a second? Now that you've brought it up. Do you know what the I think it's the, is it Ash Ashlyn is here. My girlfriend. A uh, couple I think it was Oh, is she a furry? <laughs> Ashlyn is a furry. So, if you remember, uh, it was actually our worst performing episode ever where we ranked the 50 United States. Do not watch it. It is a bad episode. There is a person in the background and she talks every now and again, and it is Ashlyn. You can you can say hi Ashlyn pretty loud. They I don't know if they'll hear you. Hi. Did you that, that was hearable. You could hear her? Okay. Yeah. And so Ashlyn's parents were telling me about um how they're installing <laughs> for furries at like one of the police stations. I'm not sure. A police station around here, they're installing a litter box for a furry cat, female, who is who goes to the um, the 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 police station often, and will now be using the litter box in the bathroom. Schools in Detroit are actually installing litter boxes. No, as well. they're not. Yeah, in Detroit. Are. In Detroit. Well, hi, Detroit. You have so many other issues to I, deal with. I don't know. They're like they just like fucking mark that they have like a checklist of shit to do, and they're like crippling poverty. Mm, we'll put that at the bottom. What the <laughs> litter box for furries? That's the top. We need to yeah, solve top that. priority. That's Detroit. <laughs> oh God. So you know when you always make like a plan in a group chat, and like sometimes you know the plan doesn't like exactly work out, and by work not work out, I mean it never happens. We have two trips that are like actually happening, like actually happening. The first one is this cabin trip. Eleven dudes, four days. In a my, my parents' cabin. Are you sure cabin. it's eleven guys? It's everyone minus Jack and other Matt, but I'm counting them because they're coming for two full days of the four. Yeah, but even even including them, I think it's ten. No, I counted. I counted. Okay. I have a list. I have to. Ma- I have to actually remember this shit. That's true. And so, we. It's. I mean, this is kind of easy to do if your parents. And I know some people, you know, don't have the same financial situation. Even if you go camping, regardless. Um, go stay at a friend's cabin, right? Everyone pools like $25 together, right? And then you get the $25 from everybody and you go out and you just shop for food for everybody for four days. And then you go back and you just have a shit fun time and everyone brings stuff and it's going to be so much fun. Uh, Let me go down the list here. Keep them occupied while I pull up the list of homies that are coming. 
Okay, so you, I don't think you ever added Trent to the I did. group chat. Trent oh, got did? added to the group chat. Okay. That's what makes it 11. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Um, but just so you get the small town vibe, Trent is our friend, yes, but he also happens to be Jake's girlfriend's cousin's boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, true. You know, there's like a few people that are like, that are like dating and they might like be cousins. They might be like related from like, not like by blood, of course, but like our town is so fucking small that like there might be people who are like actually like related like distantly from marriage and they don't even know it. So going to the cabin trip, we have. Going down the list, we have Charlie, our mutual friend. He is introverted, I, I say. Or is he extroverted? He's introverted. He's an introvert. He recently has moved out to the Cranberry Mogs. Not recently. It's been over a it's year It's been now. a year now. He's oh. lived in his own apartment. He's a grown man. He's a working boy. Um, Basically, he just, I don't know. He's just cut himself off from a lot of people ever since he graduated high school. I mean, yeah. just working like five, what does he work, like seven days a week? He works like a crazy amount, if you include yeah. the dishwashing. And not only that, but he um he wasn't at regular school, so his grades were so bad, he got put in well, cause of what COVID. is... He was not dumb. He's really not dumb. He's, no, he's he's not, but he's never been the type of guy to do schoolwork, mm-hmm. even with COVID. So COVID happened, and he failed so much that they put him in like the special learning center to help kids graduate. But... The special learning center is significantly better oh. than at normal school. Um, so he basically did, he hammered out these packets. That's all you have to do there is just packets. And so he hammered out all of them and then he didn't have to go to school anymore. Yeah, let's talk about how, okay, maybe it's like, I wouldn't say better. <laughs> let's not say better because we can finally call out our school. That f- the Okay, we're going to call it, it's the Phoenix Center. Yes, it's the, the Phoenix, Phoenix Center. center. Is fucked. It is one hundred percent fucked. Yeah, we make fun of the Phoenix Center kids all okay, the time. Okay, first off, it is literally to make our graduation rates look good. If you ever wonder why, like your school, like how do you ever looked at a kid that walks up and grabs his diploma? You're like, how did that kid graduate? Like, how did he actually graduate? It's because your school probably puts him in some special fucking program to make him graduate, so the graduation rates of your school look better, so the school gets more funding. Yeah, you'd have to try hard to not graduate yeah to not graduate it's actually fucked up it's like so fucking easy they like there's this one kid who went to the phoenix center he shows up one day a week does some stupid ass packets and gets a high school diploma um tyler who is also a mutual friend of ours he uh went there for one week and then they were just like hey Instead of getting a high school diploma, do you want to go for your GED instead and graduate in a week from now? And then he was like, oh, yeah, sure. And so he just did it in a week. Yeah. It, from like us, it would be like a, a month, right? Was it a month left of school? No, it was more than that. No, was that, like was, that was three at months. Um, uh, no, even longer. It was at um, it was before the start of second semester. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. He graduated high school in a week when it took us. Like five months. Yeah. 
took us months. That's bullshit. Regardless, <laughs> I know. It, it's so bad over there. So it's of course it's all the like the fucking drug dealer kids. It's all the druggies, and so like and there's people who do drugs, but then there's them. Like they're <laughs> those people. Those guys are fucking hardcore, and they and they're bad. Like they don't even the school resource officer doesn't even search the building anymore because he knows he would find drugs, and then they would be all be expelled. Like they would be out. <laughs> I actually. Um, there was one person who used to go there who did get expelled for drugs, but the way that he got expelled was so stupid, um, because they had caught him over 20 separate times doing drugs in the Phoenix Center. He would, he would literally just light up smoking weed right there in the Phoenix Center and... They caught him like over twenty times, and then they finally were like, "Okay, if you like, if we catch you one more time, we're gonna expel you." And then they finally did it. They gave him over twenty, 20 chances. Try. Yeah, but it's like you have to be actively trying not to hide it. Like the Phoenix Center is a really small building, and so it's like you're sitting over in the corner, just like what smoking a blunt, and the teacher turns around, and you're like, "What the fuck are you doing?" He's like, "Nothing." <laughs> it's like you're. What are you doing? And he's like, I'm, I'm, my medication. <laughs> but it's it's just crazy. So Charlie, a little introverted grown man. That's the first one on the list. Next, we have, of course, Eddie. Woohoo. Another introvert. Uh, of course, you know, everyone loves, knows Eddie. Eddie's just kind of the crazy goofball. He comes up with some pretty good ideas. I think the only extroverts on the whole trip are you and Jack. Yeah. It's going to be rough. Actually, yeah, you guys are the only extroverts in normally any of our social interactions. Next will be Sheldon. Um, Sheldon will get turned the day before we At, leave. Allegedly, allegedly, Sheldon turned. claims he will be absolutely fucking blasted for every day because the day before we leave is his birthday, and so Sheldon is like, "Okay, I'm not even gonna lie to you guys. I might be like." turned and wasted and gone by the time we get in the car <laughs> to go there <laughs> which, which is wild <laughs> well we talked about the food and the water situation first and then immediately the first thing sheldon said is i got the alcohol he's just like i'm like oh, okay he's yeah. like i'm making him a cake because it's his birthday and then it was like I want fireball for my birthday. I'm like, what? Dude, chill. <laughs> like, no mercy. Sheldon I, wants I no mercy. I did kind of forget that it is his birthday weekend. Yeah, so you got you to gotta, gotta party with him a little bit. A little Just bit. Just a little yeah. bit. I will not be indulging, but others will, and I will not have a I have to be the kind of adult of the group because it is my cabin. And my mom's like, make sure nobody drowns. It's five feet of water off the dock. You have to try and drown. You have to actively drown, <laughs> or be short like me. No, you would, you would, you would stand. Well, yeah, but I'm still only five foot seven. Like I, if I walked out like a few feet, I, I no. That's I would... the thing with this lake is that like it's five feet for like twenty feet past the dock. Oh, it's flat. Yeah, it's flat until you get like way out there, and then it's mucky and murky, and then it's bad. But it's like beautiful crystal see through sand and the shores, hmm. so it's really nice. Okay, but like. Yeah, you'd have to try and drown, so just don't drown. <laughs> of course, everyone, the favorite math whiz, Logan. Ah, uh, yes, Linguini. Logan is the silent man in the group who will occasionally crack a joke, and it'll be very funny. Yes, he, he's a man of few words, but when he has something to say, it's it's pretty good. Oh, my God. Okay, 
I don't know if I should bring this joke up because of the situation that we've lived in. Uh, so, like, of course, there's the Texas shooting. Very sad, very tragic shooting. Um, and we mean no disrespect to the families uh, who have suffered through it. But we recently, our school had a school shooting threat where it was like a kid had 40 names on a list and he like threatened to, you know, go to school and take them out. And so we sent this to the big group chat and everyone's like, I'm like, did you guys hear about the school shooting threat? Question mark. And the huge group chat needs like everyone's reading and they're like, no, what? And everyone's like, yeah, of course. And then Logan's like, do you think we made the cut? And I'm like, <laughs> yo, Logan, chill. And this is Dude, no mercy. But imagine if our names were actually on there. I didn't know who the who the kid was when we found out who it was. I didn't oh, know I know who, who the kid was. Do you but... think he, would you, were you on the list? <laughs> no. Okay. No. Were you well, nice to him? I, I knew of him. I didn't know him, you know? Oh, yeah, I get I get what you mean. Next, we have Matthew. Um, Matthew is the best bags player I've ever seen. He is the GOAT. I'm, I'm sorry. He just, we recently, like we said, went to Jack's, you know, graduation party, and I brought my bag set. My bag set. I was supposed to be king of bags on my bag set. It was my shit. I was supposed to run it at that party. I had Ashlyn there. She's really good. I'm really good. We were about to run it. Matthew comes in here. What was his streak? Um. So the day prior, he had a five and zero streak at his party. Yeah, at his party, and then at Jack's, it was what fourteen and zero. Fourteen and zero. So I think he almost had like a twenty and zero winning streak. No, he combined. went past fourteen because it was almost twenty. He was almost at twenty just at Jack's alone. Wait, really? Yeah. Dude, they were. He was playing bad because it's always like winners got next. It was winners and then challengers, right? Yeah. It was one set of bad, and it was always fucking. It was. They started playing at like four, and they stopped at like seven thirty eight. Like the entire span of the party, he just kept playing bags because he kept fucking winning, and he would stay on the back set. <laughs> he just ripped everyone's asshole. I yeah. challenged him like seven times. I actually broke the streak, but at that point, he played like. 30 games of fucking bags and he was like spent and he just gave up yeah. i could tell he was not trying as hard as logan and i went up against him and we got demolished i put together like three dream teams that like could have beat him right that like could have done something and it was like yeah you got super close you got to like i got 20. 20s we got 20 we split 20s like three times with three different teams and there was like two teams that were like this is the team we're gonna do it. we're gonna take him on and beat him. and then he would like 21 0 well, not 21-0 because then you had to jump in the water. It was like 21-2. to It was still, we got fucking smacked around and bitch slapped. It was bad. Yeah. Matthew's just the goat. I don't want to play him in bags even though we're bringing the bag set. He's just going <laughs> to, he's literally going to slap our cocks around. Yeah, and then he's going to flaunt about it later. Nick. Oh, I just said his last name. We'll oh. cut it out. <laughs> um, Nick. Nick is weird. <laughs> Nick is like the weird beanstalk in the woods that you're not sure if it's a tree or a human or like he's like 6'3 and he just I don't know he's he's got mutton chops. He stands out even though he has the personality <laughs> where you know that he doesn't want to stand out. It's and weird. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking to Brady at the party and he's like oh, What's the timestamp right now? We're at 31 minutes. Okay. We got plenty of time. Yeah, I know, but I, I just want to know that for future reference so that I could edit it out. Oh, okay. Um, 
we were at the party and Brady looks over at me and Nick's throwing bags and he's got his sunglasses on upside down and a sideways hat and he's throwing against Matt. And then Brady looks at me and he's like, oh, Nick just reeks of undiagnosed autism. And then, <laughs> and then as he says that, Nick throws a bag and it hits, it hits Matthew in the nuts. <laughs> I didn't even know about this. Yeah, if that is it, you just want to picture a six foot four man with mutton chops with upside down sunglasses and a sideways hat. That's that's Nick. And Nick's fucking crazy, dude. Nick's wild. So we've got that's the list. And then we've got, let's see here. Last minute edition, Trent. He was last to join the group chat. We just added him because we thought, hey, what's one more? You know? Just throw him on there. Yeah. We needed more food. We need more money for more food. And so $25. Everyone was like, let's invite Trent. And we're like, oh, okay. And there was one dude who was going to be there but and couldn't make yeah, it. Yeah, he dropped of, out. Yeah, because so of like, family. So. It's going to be great. And um, then we have Jack and his plus one. Um, Jack is only going to be coming for two days out of the four, but we're going to make him count. And then he got his buddy. Yeah. So all the food is going to be off-brand. We've talked about this. My mom is ordering the food wholesale for us because we're giving her all the money and she owns a small deli. So, like, we can, you know, get the money to her and she can save us a lot by ordering it just in bulk. And then she gets the discount because it's all, all like, it's it's all wholesale. So, like, Fruit Lupos and Twizzlies. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, oh, it's not Reese's Puffs. What is it? It's Reese's Pieces. It's so great. It's actually going to be so funny, and uh, we're gonna have a blast. We're gonna go on hikes, swimming. We're gonna be shooting some firearms, just having a good old boys. Oh yeah, Jack's bringing all of his guns. Guns, yep. Mm. I've never shot a gun before. I'm excited to shoot one. I have shot a 22 rifle. That's about it. My mom has a 44 Magnum for no fucking reason. Just this absolutely massive fucking hand cannon of a gun <laughs> that I know she can't even fucking shoot because she's this petite small little woman who carries a fucking forty four magnum. I don't know your your mom was an EMT down in Milwaukee. I bet she always was packing heat. No, you can't fucking pack heat dude, as an EMT, dude. No, what but, the fuck are you talking but what, about? But what like I'm you, saying, like first of the scene, you just got a fucking shotgun on you. What I'm saying is that she's seen some shit. Oh, definitely. She, yeah, she's definitely so so like. If if some dude breaks into her house, she's going to be like, okay, I'm getting the Magnum. She's not going to be freaking out. She's just going to, like, take Stop. it out. I swear just- to God she has PTSD, undiagnosed. We were – so uh, to celebrate my graduation, she one of her old friends came up. And one of her friends is her partner of, like, 20 years. Um, her name is Kristen. And Kristen is, like, just a great person. I've known her all my life. But after – they got a little wine in them. And they started talking about like old EMT stories. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they're laughing about some of the darkest shit I've ever heard in my life. Like one time it was one time they're like, oh yeah, it was the funniest thing. We went to that call. Remember that call with that Hispanic guy? And like he was drunk driving and he hit that tree and you open up the driver's side window and he's just this stereotypical Hispanic guy with like his full cowboy boots on and his like outfit. And I think he was like a, uh, like a player, a sombrero player. What do they call him? Uh, mariachi band. He's part of a mariachi band. So he's got this whole outfit on, but he's, his hands were still on the wheel after he crashed. Right. And his legs were still on like the pedal and he's, and he's looking forward, but when you look up and you just follow it, his body, and instead of the head, the tree is just there. 
His head was absolutely obliterated. And in his place of like the neck was the tree. And they laughed about it for like five minutes. I'm like, what "What the fuck? And they're like, oh, yeah, remember that time that that girl was getting like beat the shit out of by her boyfriend? And so we pulled up and we got her in the EMT van and we pulled away. And then she actually asked us to go back and drop her off at his house. What? It was some of the darkest shit ever. Oh, oh my God, Kristen. Do you remember that time that that biker got in that accident and his head got severed through the window and his head was rolling around in the back seat of the car, but his body was still on the windshield? <laughs> what? I'm like, what the fuck, man? Are you fucking with me right now? It was so fucked up. It was man. crazy. See, I, she's definitely seen she's some seen shit. Some shit. She, like, she's not affected. And I didn't process that until I had, like just recently, like, Holy fuck. Like, my mom has, like, really lived that life. She's, like, about that hard life. Like, she's she's seen some fuckers die, like, yeah. lots of times. There was, this, there was this one story that particularly haunted me. So, it was, oh, God, I don't, they were at somewhere in South Milwaukee. And they get a call about a distressed woman not feeling good. And so, they pull up, and the dude's, like, I didn't call 911, and... It was, it was a younger, it was a middle-aged man, which assumingly was the son. And they were like, oh, I didn't make the 911 call. And then this, the girlfriend who was living with him was like, I didn't make the 911 call. We were like, well, we have to search the house because there was some kind of call made by somebody. And they end up finding the grandma locked in like a back room or like the mother. And the mother has a tumor. And, and it's in her stomach, right? So, like, the tumor has expanded her stomach four times the size. What? And she's stuck in a recliner, and the tumor's four fucking times her size. And so, you know, the the blood circulation is in the heart, right? Mm -hmm. So, everything from the waist up is enlarged, swollen. She looks like 400-pound life. Like, her arms are, like, like stuck huge to the chair huge to the chair the neck the face she's stuck in a permanent position of like pain because every her cheeks are huge her forehead is even bulging like everything looks like she's just in pain and but her legs her legs look like she's been starved for months ankles like pennies what thighs that are like just bone 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 but as soon as you get to the like stomach bloated and they're like Holy shit, she needs to go to a hospital like now, like right fucking now. And so they try and get her out of the chair. Like it was, so the chair you're sitting on right now, she said it was very similar to that type of chair. That's the way she described it. Oh God. So it's, it's, um, to describe the chair, it's like, you know, it's like a plush. I don't know. How would you say? Like, a, not a recliner. It's not a recliner, but it's, it's like, it's just like your normal yeah. living room chair. Mm-hmm. Something that you put in the it was corner. Like, and it, but it didn't have like a removable seat. So what happened was, was that they try and get her out of the chair, but she's been stuck in the fucking chair so long that her piss, shit, and vomit has glued her. The, the, the contents of that has fused with the cloth of the chair and they could not move her from the chair. Oh no. They could not fucking move her from the chair. It was, my mom says, I've never thrown up that much in my life. Not to mention the house was piled with trash it looked like it looked like hoarders what does the smell like she said it was a combination of something constantly dying and rat piss oh, no. the, the house was like hoarders it was actually disgusting and so emts can have a so what they did was they actually like 
they cut her out from the chair. This shit that was stuck to her, they cut her out from the chair. And usually, the, the usually they like put her on a stretcher, of course. But with that much blood flow stuck in one area, if you move somebody like that with a constant rush of blood flow, like you'll kill them. Mm-hmm. So they have to haul this lady, and they call up backup. Two more like EMTs rolled up, and they call up this these like huge like paramedics, like these big fucking buff guys, big working men, and they have to like lift her in a sitting position and haul her all the way to the hospital like that. And and they're the, how they get him to the hospital, and the hospital worker's like, I've never seen anything like this. This is crazy. Like she is. It was actually insane. They they didn't know what to do. They didn't know where to start. I I couldn't even imagine. Yeah. And another thing is EMT workers can make a call, right? And the call is to condemn a house. And in the 30 some years my mother worked as a first responder, she had never had to make that call where she has to condemn a house. And she's seen like cockroaches, you know, vomit, blood scenes. And, and basically it's like this house is unsafe to live in. Like you cannot live in this house. That was the one time that she made a call to condemn a house. Wow. And so she made that call going to the hospital. And by the time they got back, they had these dudes in the suits that were like in there, like searching the place. And they're like, so they left their like equipment in there, right? From when they cut her out. Mm-hmm. And so when they go back to go in and they're like going in, they're like, you can't come in here. This this air is unsafe to fucking breathe. Like you shouldn't even breathe this what? in. Like they're wearing like, you know, like in TV shows, like they have that nuclear like suit. The, the hazmat suit. The has, like full hazmat suits. What? And they're in that. With like the fucking radiation fucking thing, and they're going around, they're scanning the house for like toxic waste and shit, and they're like, "Yeah, this air isn't even safe to breathe. Like you shouldn't, sh- like you should not be in here." And they're like, "We were just, we were just in there for like an hour." <laughs> and like, that's not good. <laughs> so they went to the hospital, they got checked out, they're fine. But I can, yeah, a condemned house and a lady who looks like something out of a horror game. Turns out the neighbors made the call. Um, the 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 two were arrested for abuse and neglect happy ending i guess she lived i don't know how well she lived but i i guess the lady ended up living hmm. so Somehow. it was just so it was just all kinds of fucked up yeah she sees some shit i don't even know what to call this episode we'll just call this episode everything jake and Eddie have done in the five weeks that they haven't been uploading podcast episodes that that that's a pretty long episode. <laughs> no, man. no, no. It will, it will catch on. It will catch on. People in, in Belgium will love it. I think it's the shit. Of course. Oh. Do you have any cool stories from then to now? Well, I mean, at, at, at first, well, in five in the fa- five weeks, mm-hmm. hmm. well, we went to a big grad party. Oh, Do you want to talk about that? We can talk about that. Okay. So, three of the of the pretty popular like i don't know the shop kids we'll call them shop kids yeah the shop and we're cool with the shop kids the shop kids are cool with us we're just like we don't we're not associate like we don't drive big trucks and wear cowboy boots we just don't do that yeah and so three of like the most popular shop kids got together to have their grad parties like all at one night and this was not like have your grandmother over party this was like middle of the woods party that like was just fucking insane so we drive out there have you ever been there before no it, i i it, were you there before me um i don't know i think so i think i was okay we got there at about the same time but i was just a little bit sooner i didn't know what to expect or what this was and i knew it was like an all-night kind of party and we show up 
on this full farm field after driving down this long winding road. It's yeah. quite a ways out there. Yeah, it was at a um a stables because uh, of course their family is rich and mm-hmm. they own horse stables. And so we're we're sitting around and like they have a volleyball court set up. They have like four beer pong tables set up. They have copious amounts of alcohol. Like oh, I saw so pictures much. of the two fucking walk-in cool walk-in like t- like restaurant grade coolers just full of fucking alcohol, and and they had uh, soccer nets set up. They had this like overhead canopy so people could stay dry. I mean, I've never seen like art. Everyone in the class was there. Like everyone in the school was there. It felt like like everyone was there. Pretty much, just and it was like- packed. They had like. Because like they knew people were drinking to the point where they couldn't drive, and it's actually very responsible. They had like four RVs. How many RVs did they have? Uh, there were two RVs. Two RVs with like lots of beds set up, so people that like drank too much could just spend the night at the RVs and then drive in the next morning. Yeah, I Which mean, was dope. It and, was crazy. And to leave the place, you had to do a breathalyzer test. Yeah, I didn't stay the night with my girlfriend. I didn't drink, and neither did she. But like, we went out to go pull. We went to leave, and we were driving out. And there's just this huge tractor parked in the only road out. And we're like, what the heck? And eventually the dudes, one of the dude's dads comes up and like, hey, have you been drinking tonight? I'm like, no. He's like, got to take a breathalyzer. Like, I'm not letting you leave without a breathalyzer. I'm like, oh, okay. I blew zero. And then he, that's, he was like, a, he was the gatekeeper. It was actually sick. It was very responsible. Yeah. It was very responsible underage drinking. That was probably the most responsible underage drinking I've ever been to. Yeah, because... um you know, I met the parents, and I actually talked with them for a bit, and they told me the philosophy that they had. They were like, yeah, we know that um, no matter what, our kids were going to do this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and so we might as well give them a safe place to do it rather than go out and do it in private and then, you know, have the risks associated with that. Just think about it like this. They're going to do it. There's no chances the cops come and, like, ruin someone's future. It was in the middle of bumfuck nowhere and one road ride- riding down on private property with no neighbors in the middle of the woods. Like, there's no chance of the cops being called. There was no drunk driving. He made sure he breathalyzed every single person that was driving a car that night coming in and out. And then they gave him opportunities if they were going to drink more than what they could drive with. Then they could just stay the night. Like, there was copious amounts of places to sleep and stay. It was very responsible. I was actually pleasantly surprised with, like, how responsible everything was. Well, not to mention, just because it was responsible doesn't mean people didn't get (laughs) shit-faced. Like, absolutely fucking plastered. I have never seen some people that I knew get that hammered. Yeah, there were some people who I had to hold up because they couldn't even sit up straight. We had people throwing up in the back of trucks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we had like, and then the truck owners were very upset. <laughs> uh, especially because the truck owner was the basically the only one sober at the end of the night. Who stayed the night. Yeah. Who stayed that late. Um, Okay, I was there for like 30 minutes, and... These, I was sitting there watching beer pong and I was sipping some water out of a red solo. Oh, I was just standing there. I wasn't even sipping water. And these two country bum motherfuckers come up to me and like, literally, I've seen some country hick motherfuckers, but these dudes look like they fucked each other and then fucked their cousins and then fucked each other again to have some offspring. And <laughs> these are those two, like their teeth were missing and like, they're like rotted through and they're like doing chew and, like, their hair is greasy as fuck. 
and they're wearing like jorts and like flannels. Oh God. But it wasn't even like a funny outfit. That's just apparently how they dress. And this dude looks at me and he's like, what are you looking at? I'm like, nothing. He's like, that's what I fucking thought. And he spits on my shoe. He just, what? Yeah, he just spit on my shoe. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? And he's like, you want to take this out back? And I'm looking at his fucking inbred cousin. And I'm like, no. <laughs> like, I don't know you. And I'm like, I just walked away. Like, they wanted to fight me. I was there for like 30 minutes. I was like, what the fuck? That's crazy. And then, like my like people I knew and other dudes from our school like backed me up and they're like, dude, what the, what is wrong with you guys? And they're like, I don't know. Apparently they just didn't like me. Wow. I have no idea. I still do not know. I, not to mention, you can run up the beer pong tables when you're sober and like good at beer pong. When oh yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't real beer pong. It was more Water pong, but people were drinking, drinking on, on the, the side. side. Yeah. I just filled a red soda cup full of water and pretended I was. You can still have fun and pretend like you're drunk without being drunk. Still pretty great. I'm just loud and obnoxious even before drinking, so <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I want to be like with a drink. You but know, um, I don't know. Uh, one of our friends' dads, you'll know who I'm talking about, said that. If there was one person out of the whole basketball team that you would want to see get drunk as fuck, it would be Jake. Yeah, that was crazy. He, yeah, you said that to me too. He's like, I bet you'd be pretty fucking wild, wasted, Jake. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't even know you that well, but I guess, yeah. Um, so speaking of, my partner was Matthew, and so we played like one game. And we were like, oh, we're not really good. You know, Matthew was kind of intoxicated. Not really. I didn't have anything. And we were just like, do, do, do. We're like, get uh, Allegedly intoxicated. He was like, <laughs> remember, this is all hypothetical stuff. Oh, you know? right. Yes. Legally speaking. Legally this, speaking, this, this is, is all hypothetical. all hypothetical. This is a crazy story that we're telling. Yeah. Regardless, we were playing. Fan we were playing. <laughs> fan fiction. Playing ping pong. And then we win one game. I'm like, oh, sick. And we win two games. And we, we waited a while for a table to open up. There was like three or four tables. But like there were so many people there that the tables just kept getting taken. Mm-hmm. It was like three games, four games, five games, six games, seven games. We go all the way to a 14-0 and win streak. And we're like, shit, dude. It's like one in the morning. Like we got to be done after this. Like 15-0, and we'll call it quits. It'll look really cool. <sighs> and then comes Landon. Oh geez, this, Landon. Th- Landon is a drinker, and Landon was shit faced. And Landon is a beer pong god. And he walks over to the table, and he's like, "There's there's table open." And he's like, he's like swaying a little bit. I'm like, dude, you've had a lot. He's like, yep. I'm like, is this is this? Yeah, you got a partner. He's like, I don't need a partner. I'm like, what? And we didn't want to argue with him because he, he didn't. He's like, I'll go look for one. He came back after five minutes. He's like, fuck it. I'll play by myself. And we're like, dude, we're about to wipe the floor with this dude. We start off. We get a bounce. We get two. He gets one in the hole. We get balls back. He hits another one. Uh, I, he, I hit another one. Instantly, like, on our first turn, we get six cups, right? Okay. Like, we just fucking kill it. We're like, oh, here comes 15. And then it's just Landon's turn. And Landon just... Does not give a fuck. He's like, let me see this. And he's like, wave him side to side. And then he just freezes. And he's like, do, 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 do. And he fucking nails seven in a row. 
What? By himself. No special gimmicks. No bounce. No, like, balls back. No island. He's just like, do, 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 do. He hits seven. And we're like, what the fuck? And we're rattled. Because, like, this is the first competition we've had all fucking night. And he's just, like, he's got a drink in his hand. He's got a ball in the other. And he's just like, your turn. And we're fucking rattled. <laughs> I get one. Matthew misses one. Back to landing. Do, 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 do. Four more. There's, there's not a lot left. And we're like, holy fuck, we got to clutch up. And we're like shitting our pants here because we're trying to get that 15-0. and 0. And Landon is just like not even caring. This is a casual thing for Landon. And we're like, uh. And, he, and we miss. We both miss. And we're like, holy shit, dude. We got to distract him. So we're like waving our hands in front of the cup. We're like blurring his eyes. We're trying to do everything we can to like make him not see the cup, right? Because he's already fucked up. He must be seeing stars. And so like we're trying to make it extra fucking confusing. And he's like, hmm. Do, do, do. Finishes us. Three. three yeah three in a row no oh mercy God. from landon and because he had he got balls back so he had one extra throw he hit the extra he hit the same cup to seal the game so we couldn't even do a redemption <laughs> just fucking no mercy zero mercy from landon he wanted to make absolute he sure. was like fucking a chinese like you know the chinese master who catches the fly or uh-huh. like beats your ass he was the beer pong master do 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 one, one super drunk That was man. a good hand. I was. We were like, <laughs> me and Matthew were stunned that we got kicked off the table like that. We played much better competition, and we just got. Ash, Ashlyn, you saw it. Did you witness our defeat at the beer pong table? Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. By just one single dude. Yeah. Yeah, that was sad for you guys. Thanks, Ashlyn. Mm-hmm. You said it was sad for us. Uh, but it was that's that was a wild night. What did you do that night? You heard what I did. I was basically playing playing beer pong the entire time. I started out with volleyball mostly. Okay. Uh, well, actually, no. I went there with uh, our one of our mutual friends, and um, it it started out with me talking to a bunch of the shop kids. Um, for a little bit, and then, uh, then it was volleyball. Volleyball then, was fun. Yeah, volleyball was fun. And then, after that, oh, the night gets a little bit blurry. Um, <laughs> it gets a little bit blurry. Yeah, I don't remember much of that night to be honest. Um, <laughs> for no particular reason, but. It was it was pretty fun, you know. I ended up staying the night. Um, I slept on the floor of an RV. <laughs> that was pretty fun. Okay. Um, honestly, the floor was probably more comfortable than the actual beds provided in that RV. They didn't look very comfy at all. Well, how many people were sleeping in that RV with you? Seven, eight other guys. Well. They weren't all guys um, because in the master bedroom of the RV was a couple who were just ever since eight o'clock that night, butt ass naked in the in the bedroom. Fucking away. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah. with a packed RV. Yeah. No mercy. Just ever since eight o'clock, too. So that was at like the very start of the night. And they were just, just in there the whole time. Ham. Yeah, they were just in there the entire night. From what? 8 o'clock to 
seven o'clock. Imagine in the morning. sleeping next to your bro, and you're like, sleep, sleep well, bro. And you're like, sleep well. Everyone, good night. And everyone's like drunk, and they're like, good night. Everyone just goes to bed, and you hear. Well, the rest of us guys for the next like two hours. The the rest of us guys were um went to bed at like three o'clock in the morning. Okay, so they were done by the time. You... <laughs> yeah, but yeah. The... <laughs> what was it? So did you? What was it like waking up that morning? It was it was, oh, it was allegedly. weird. Uh, okay. <laughs> allegedly, yes. It was weird because, you know, walked out of the RV. I was like the first person awake, um, and so I was I was like walking around for a little bit, and then everyone else started waking up, you know, uh, as well and getting out of the RVs and stuff, and um, it was just kind of weird to like think back on the night mm-hmm. you know and be like oh yeah that happened you just like, woke up and you didn't even realize where you were for a second there yeah i like i like woke up and then i checked my phone and then my phone died and then i went back to sleep woke up again and then i i didn't know the time i didn't know anything i just stood up and then i was like where am i I was like, where are we? Yeah, it took me like a good while. It took me like five minutes of me sitting on the floor to be like, oh, yeah, I'm in an RV. I thought I was in like a mobile home or something like not mobile home. Uh, um, What do you call them? One of those um, uh, trailer homes. Oh, you thought you were in a trailer home? Yeah, like well, mobile home is a trailer home. Something call it that. I, I guess. Like you can pick it up, but like I don't know. But anyway, I I thought I was in one of those. And I was like, Oh yeah, I'm in an R V. So then I walk out and then I'm just kinda like I'm sitting there like drinking Mountain Dew <laughs> as my breakfast, essentially. Oh no, um, dude. Yeah. But Oh, and the person who threw up in the back of the truck that we had mentioned before, mm-hmm. um, that dude ended up being uh, transported into the RV. Okay. So I had a little bit of chit-chat with him, and he, I don't think he even remembers this conversation. I haven't brought it up to him since then. But I was like, yo, buddy, you doing good? And then he was like, oh, I'm doing the best I've ever been in my entire life. And I was like, Wow. That's really cool. What what made you uh what made you like that? It was like I got the best friends in the whole wide world. <laughs> and I'm so grateful for my life. I love life, man. And then he just went back to sleep. He probably wasn't all the way there yet. No. He's probably he still gone. Wasn't. Yeah, he he definitely wasn't there. And I know that he was talking about the guy of you know the owner of the truck. Mm-hmm. Um, the owner of the truck is not happy. Who's still no, not happy? No, he wasn't. He's but, pissed. <laughs> but you got to admit, that was a good friend, you know? Yeah, he didn't beat his ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, good times. Just happy times, I guess. Just enjoying high school. Oh, and the other thing is skydiving. So now that we've talked about the past and some stories, we're going to talk about the future. Uh, on July 3rd, Nick, who reeks of undiagnosed autism that we talked about on the podcast. Yes. And was like, 
you guys want to go skydiving? And we're like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, you got to go skydiving. It's like 230. What is it, 230? Somewhere around there, It's yeah. 230. You can go skydiving. I'm like, what? And then out of everyone, Logan, who is like the most like, I don't really want to do that type of person, mm-hmm. is like, we should go skydiving. I already signed the $50 like to do it fee. Like, we should sign up. I'm like, what? Like, I, I'd have to process now within the coming week or so if I want to go skydiving. Yeah, I don't know if I want to either. I've also been invited to it. and They need they need seven people, I think, for the discount. Yeah, like six or seven. And it's like, what? <laughs> do I want to go skydiving? Like, <sighs> okay, I'm thinking about it like this. There's two thoughts that go through my head. One, it's a waste of money. Two, how many times am I going to need to go skydiving? That's true. Like this is real fucking skydiving. Mm-hmm. Like, we're gonna go 500 feet in the air, jump out of a plane with a dude where we're strapped to a front of a dude, and then dive and then live. I hope. <laughs> I don't Hopefully. know. Or one Jack is like, no, I'm like 10 pounds under the weight limit of like not being able to do it. I'm not <laughs> taking that risk. He said one big chili bowl, and I'm over that weight limit. <laughs> and I was like, that's so fucking true. <laughs> that's fucked up. It's so fucked up. I don't want to cut this podcast short, and I really feel bad about it, but I promised Ashlyn's parents that we would go see the new Top Gun movie tonight. And it's already been pretty... And we have to be there by 7.45, and it's 7.25, right? Mm. Uh, so I'm, I I apologize. But it, I will put this one on me, and we are going to get another one uploaded. And I think the next one is going to be one of our best episodes that we've ever done. Yes, just you wait and see. You guys wait and see. Without further ado, this is Writing the Narrative with Jake and Eddie. Goodbye. Goodbye.